0: Break it up! Break it up! Yeah, don't push me, cause, cause I'm, I'm close, close to the, the bed. <laughs> <laughs> cause I ain't get my afternoon sleep in. Yes, sir. Uh,
1: Sunday night service was happening, y'all.
0: Welcomes, welcomes, welcome. We how welcome you feeling? once. We welcome you twice. Welcome you in the name of See, Jesus he gonna Christ. Sing, he
1: gonna sing secular music, then try to uh, be churchy. That's correct.
0: That's how you get saved. <laughs> How y'all doing out there in Facebook land, YouTube land, Twitter land? Where else are we broadcasting? Uh, did you, out in the podcast. Did you all go you, to Instagram? Did you put you Instagram We're not on Instagram yet. We still haven't okay. figured it out. We're old people. We're old preachers. We don't know Instagram. We don't be on the Insta book. We're on uh, the face MySpace. Tweet. we on MySpace. Don't you love when preachers say <laughs> social media wrong? Yeah. Y'all be <laughs> out there face tweeting? <laughs> Insta booking with the devil? Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> need it's the book your way to back to the Lord this is the only book I need that's the only book Hey, welcome, welcome. let's get those numbers up. come on in and say good evening how you doing? Welcome to Sunday Night service Testimony service is now open. Yes, yes. go ahead and tag share yes, like right that's right. call
1: your friends Grab Amen. A
0: Tambourine you know you prepare your offering <laughs> Yes we' should I. just take up a why are we not taking up a Sunday night service offering
1: Hey we need because, because, because we're going to lose the few viewers we do have soon as we
0: start. Oh, they taking up offering. they ain't watching them no more. I bet you people are give. Yeah. I bet yeah. you anybody. I bet you some of you out there are waiting to sow a seed right Let's now. Let's try. Cash out, Pastor Jeff. St- <laughs> bless the man of God. Bless the mind of God with a seed. Good evening, Pastor Tatum. Good evening, Mr. Cowan. How you doing, my man? God bless you. Elder Carter So good to see everybody Come on in Tap in So uh, The world is at war Pastor Jeff Man The world is at war Uh, Do you fear the draft Is going to come And and draft all those Negroes up And send us
1: Well I've been there I'm just waiting for them To call (laughs) me back
0: You want to call you back
1: I can still fit my uni It's a little tight But I'm a a
0: lover Not a fighter
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got bone (laughs) spurs
0: You know I mean, I don't know if we can have a draft in this. Do you think we can even have a draft in this generation? Mm -mm. Is it even possible to have a draft? Do you think that's possible?
1: I think they, you know, it's too much. You know, they they will go crazy.
0: We're too free. I mean, we're too free. We're too smart. We're too, I mean, people will be coming up with all kind of uh, deficiencies. And y'all know I'm on Social Security, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, hey, they do what they want to do. This, this is my life. I ain't got to do it. No yeah, war. yeah, do that. I mean, I got to stay black and my like mama and them. All I got to do is stay, stay black, black and, and die.
0: die. Stay black and die. And and that's the crazy thing is we will not know that burning draft cards and stuff was some kind of radical thing. Refusing to go to war. Muhammad Ask Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yep, as Muhammad that's Ali. That's radical to us. Like, we're looking at him as brave, and that's another reason why. Young people have a hard time associating and, and kind of respecting those things because it's so easy for us now to just say no. Yeah, it is. You
1: know. But it's also it's also, you know, to a lot of people, a a mockery to not fight for the country that you live in. It's not anymore. Oh.
0: Well, I'm just it's not saying. Not anymore, it's- man. We're so polarized, man. Even <laughs> patriot, even I would even be interested to see what a 9-11, and I don't want to see it happen. I'm not interested in 9-11 happening. I got you. I would be interested in seeing what a 9-11 type event would result in in this particular atmosphere because we were not yet quite in the super toxic, divisive. I mean, that's really, it's always been there. There's always been crazy, crazy partisan rhetoric for at least about the last 35, 40 years, especially. But these last 20 years, since about the George Bush, Al Gore thing have just been monumental. But I guess the real question is, since this is religiously incorrect to all of our millions of viewers out there watching is, so is this the rapture or what? (laughs) I
1: mean, is this a revelation? I'm not, I'm not as concerned about the rapture as the fact that Elon Musk was able to turn back on the internet. (laughs) How Elon, much money do you have to have Elon, to, to have your own satellite? Elon Musk is like Jesus Jr. <laughs> at this point. Russia was like, this, we're going to turn off our internet. you know. He was like, no, you're not.
0: I have an we're app for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is going to be <laughs> tough. <laughs> that, that's, that's boss. This that's guy, boss. This guy
0: literally created a whole spectrum of internet out of, <laughs> out of thin air and just gave it to Ukraine. He's like, here. And he's just giving it to him. I mean, he's probably going to charge him a jillion dollars later and own it and call it uh, Ukraine slash Elon <laughs> Musk country. He but a man. I mean, that, you are right, man. He is but, man. But is that another sign of the times that these things are real capabilities? Absolutely. That this is crazy. I mean, I said it today. I feel like I am living through a paragraph in a textbook I read in junior high school. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm living through it. Even the wars after the first attacks and the there was so much rancor going on with everything. It didn't feel like this. Then maybe it's because we always look at our wars as foregone conclusions, whereas this just seems to be really up in the air. Yeah. And you're like dealing with a real, actual, strong enemy who has as many bombs as we do. Absolutely. And it's like the nuclear war, it is cat. How how do y'all feel about the sanctions? Y'all out there on face, how do y'all Listen, feel about the sanctions? I'll tell you how I feel. I saw an Onion article, which is one of my favorite websites, where <laughs> sanctions are mysteriously... Read
2: the stuff.
1: I read the I read the corniest
0: stuff. <laughs> it was like uh, soldiers are, or uh, Russian soldiers or weapons are disappearing because of the sanctions. <laughs> <laughs> They're just disappearing from their hands. Sanctions seem so weak when people are being killed and tanks are rolling. Here's the truth for the matter. Here's the truth for the matter, and, and,
1: and y'all, 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 Trumpers may not like this, but Trumpers here's the truth for the, the matter. Show. Here's the truth for the matter. Over the years that Trump was in office, this dude's reserves have doubled. It went from three hundred and some to to six hundred. Yeah. He has enough money to yeah. outlast these sanctions. He I don't does. care what y'all do. Listen, trip, he though. ain't work. Yeah, he. Ain't, He's
0: got cryptocurrency. He no sanctions. He's got uh, Chuck, e. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese
1: bucks.
0: He's got Disney dollars. <laughs> McDonald's gift cards.
1: As long as long as he got the oh, was,
0: how, how, what's the name of oligar? Oligar. The oligar. The oligar. Yeah, the rich people that just have the money all over. I, I it, it seems just such a. And here's the sad thing is, like most things, our man Sleepy Joe, he just doesn't make things sound tough enough. He just Democrats never make things, even Obama. They just never sound tough enough. Trump could sound absolutely insane, even what he's saying. But just because he was insane and kind of crazy, you just kind of felt like, yeah, he might push that button for real because he just doesn't see him. I mean, we already found out he's flushing papers down toilets. So this cat then took whole classified documents home <laughs> and to Florida with him. That's ridiculous. But so I guess back to my original point. All the arguments, we got to get off this. We promise not to be as long. All the arguments that every time something happens, uh, it's the end of the world. And the saints need to pray like never before. This is the sign of the times. And I've seen both sides. I've seen saints stop it with the the Lord is soon to come because this happened, because this has happened. Over and over. Over and over, over again. Over and over again. Then I've seen the other side of, of brothers and sisters being like, don't trivialize. It's not good to joke. This really is the wars and the rumors of wars and the such and such. I,
1: I, it's definitely a serious thing. I think we all need to pray for peace.
0: But is it serious? As in it, Jesus is like cracking the door? Open well, like, yeah, oh, no. I, sir, I, I mean, <laughs> it's see,
1: when I say it's serious, I mean it's serious, and people are losing their lives. Yes, people I are can. trying. To, people are trying to get uh get out of town, and you know. From what I hear, I don't know how true it is that they're they're stopping the black folks. Yeah, I heard over that there. too.
0: So so now black people are about to stop caring about <laughs> Ukraine because because once we hear that one of us was called the N word in Ukraine, like y'all can die. That's what it's going to be. Am I lying? lying? As soon as we hear some stories about black people being treated in Ukraine, they gonna take all the flag filters down, <laughs> all the pray for Ukraine ribbons it's gonna be gone. And we it's funny because we kind of already knew that. But we forgot about it because we saw suffering. But again, is it revelation serious? Is it people pointing to scriptures and saying, see, the 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 beast from the north will and the ten horns will it's gather together. Been, it's all wars will
1: rise from the, the ocean. Wars I mean, just be just be ready. Is I don't Putin care if this dragon. is it or is Putin,
2: not. He looks like he could be the
0: antichrist. Putin looks very anti y to me. He does. Putin looks anti-Christian right now.
1: He he, he, on, he on he on religiously correct right now. I glad we really like you to have
0: you on our show.
1: <laughs> I ain't plan with
0: Putin. I will reach out to him. He he looks like the classic villain from like Die Hard movies and stuff. He <laughs> it just he just feels and of course he's Russian, so you know eastern right. the Eastern Europeans are always the bad guys in our movies. So yeah, I mean. I'm cool on it because as we know, my end times beliefs have shifted anyway, and so I just don't believe in living in panic just don't believe in living in in, in, in a panic about the end so absolutely we're praying for Ukraine only as long as y'all treat black folk right <laughs> then the prayer stops let right them over like take them out the subway you know, you don't want them anyway if you don't like them let them go. if you don't love me, then don't talk to me. <laughs> In the words of Fantasia. Cool. So, uh what time is it, Jeff? It is meme of the week. Meme of the week. We're not going. to are right this It's meme of the week. Meme of the week. Welcome to religiously incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. Meme of the week. <laughs> meme of the week. <laughs> we thank you. Send us your memes of the week.
1: These are
0: all jokes. We we're just playing. Big Mike, give us the meme of the week.
1: <laughs>
0: when, I didn't even read it. <laughs> That's insane. Once you see yeah, I saw. I, I suddenly heard bad words in, in the <laughs> atmosphere. Words that we, we we don't say.
1: I don't care how long.
0: I don't care how long the praise break lasts. I'm still preaching this three hour message. Absolutely, that, that is classic that black is, preacher. Is, is it is absolutely the it's truth. like the eleventh commandment. You have to. We're, we're we're gonna preach, and 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 I heard my predecessor, the 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 legendary Reverend Doctor Frank L. Hearn, say that I reserve the right to preach as long as y'all kept me in this chair during worship service. Well, he would get up and say, "Don't don't rush me. <laughs> I I reserve the right, but."
1: And most of us will start off by saying we're gonna we're gonna
0: try to make it quick, and we're gonna have we're gonna have four five closes. I'm absolutely lying. We're gonna I, have four five closes. I say it, you. and then I tell people I'm lying. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna be before you long. Yeah, yeah, I am. I need to I need to ask for forgiveness.
1: i, I probably. Yeah. But
0: but but let, let's talk about the balance. Let Let's not talk about how long preachers can talk. We already know that. And and by the way, can we just add in that preachers are obligated number one to acknowledge a bunch of people and things or people will get mad at us. Right. That adds on before we even start preaching. And then at the end, we have to do prayer and ministry and, and further observations and pastoral reflections or things will be left unsaid and done. So honestly, a lot of times your core sermon really isn't terribly bad for many people, but your time up right. can be that. But what about the balance? Because now the trend is shorter sermons, this, that, and the other. But a lot of our praise and worship sets are still fairly long and it feels concerty and it feels a little imbalanced to me. I think there should be some.
1: It, it has to, not and to I be mean, hours, but we've
0: all said it over the years that, you know,
1: the word is supposed to be the dinner. And if you got a whole cake, the word cake, is the
0: entree. If
1: you got a whole cake and the word is only but a chicken wang, you know, where, where's, like you said, where's the but balance? But is that what the
0: people want? The, it's what they want. But we have an increasing amount of people who are tired of the, the music being so long. And we, we're not admitting that either. Right. They're like, listen, I really don't even need all this. I heard now, what we you have said. a
1: lot we that is an increasing amount of people.
0: I heard what you said the mm-hmm. first time you guys are really just singing to each other at this point. And, uh, but three hours is obviously long, but I, but I feel it. I mean, we're sitting back like, now there's a difference though, because we are of the caliber of participant you know, participating worshipers. Absolutely. So I don't know what it's like, Say for maybe the first three months I was a second Baptist to be the preacher who just sits in a chair and waits for the time to preach. I don't know what that's like unless I'm actually a guest in somebody else's church. I don't know what that's like. I've been a pseudo-organist, praise and worship leader, and then just a cheerleader in general. Just the idea of sitting back in the office and walking in later and all that, that's...
1: Now that, that I, I've been with Pastor I want to start doing that. that. I've been with pastors who do it. I've never done it, and I can't start. sing. And I'm gonna be praising with the singing with whoever. So I'm I'm gonna sing. I'm a, Jeff has
0: said a true statement.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It is a truism.
0: But sorry, but I, I guess there's just the issue with me of the balance people expect because now you got people. I think it's ridiculous. You can't go over 20 minutes because of people's attention spans. I mean, if you if you stink at preaching, maybe.
1: <laughs> I mean, if, yeah. Preacher. I mean, that's that's the truth. What, what do you what do you have actually, to say? And a
0: terrible preacher actually told me that. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, what do you have to say? If you know, if 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 you're preaching good, people want to hear it. People, you, you you got twelve mothers in the back saying, "Go ahead."
0: Well, they're always going to say, "Preach." That. They said to the guy that you know didn't even say the, cr- well, the I'm correct. I'm gonna go ahead here and I'm gonna preach. I'm gonna keep on preaching. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I'm just saying I'm going to take the time I feel is necessary because I do think that ministry is important, but I'm not doing yeah. it to torture you. And I know people who've done that. Like, I'm just going to keep you. Right.
1: And, and I'm, I'm also not the person who can say who's going to say, I got to get all this out.
0: Oh, no. Y'all I, can come back next yeah, time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that person who's going to be like, I, I got to get this out. Y'all going to have to give me some time. No. Gonna,
0: yeah. Gonna, yeah. It's going to be gonna another gonna thing, man. Yeah. Well, let's thank our sponsors. Uh for being our our sponsors, Phillips Care Family of Businesses, Phillips Care Cleaning Service, Residential and uh, Commercial, uh, Floor Cleaning, Basic Cleaning, Deep Cleaning, Carpet Cleaning, Upholstery, 330, 219, 2916. Please check out my man Fernando if you have any cleaning needs in your home or business and while you're at it. It's already springtime. That was it, the go for the groundhog. We don't know if he was right or wrong. We just know that spring is around the corner. So get your lawn care ready, those leaves up. Call Phillips Care Lawn Services at 330-219-7916. They will get you right. And I know it because I am a satisfied customer. And so let them know that Religiously Incorrect sent you to Phillips Care Cleaning, Phillips Care Lawn Services. You will not get a discount. They will not give you any sort of discount whatsoever. (laughs) But he will say thank you for your business. So I appreciate the Phillips Care family of businesses for being sponsors of Religiously Incorrect. If you would like to be a sponsor of Religiously Incorrect, you can always check us out at Religiously Incorrect podcast at gmail.com. Take your time and spell it right. We want to hear from you. We'd love for you to be a sponsor. Pastor Jeff, bring our special guest in. Introduce. The man of the hour, the man, the man of God, the man of God, (laughs) the hour is far spent.
1: We have the man of God with us. This is a Youngstown native. He is a a
0: Youngstown native
1: prognosticator of the gospel. Did you say
0: prognosticator?
1: Prognosticator of the gospel. He is the right. The bishop, the doctor He is the senior pastor of the Grant Worship Center. And why don't you all do me a favor and put your hands together for my friend Sylvester Delaney Patton.
0: The third. Oh, you know he can preach. He's the third. You know he can preach. When you're the when you're the third, you are automatically a good preacher. It's just required of you.
2: I don't know. I've been I've been attempting to preach this gospel. I, I'm not as good as the two of you, but I'm I am so um, excited to be on tonight. I love the vibe that you guys have. And um I'm I'm hey man, let, let, let's get it, let's go. Yeah, Did you I'm hear that? He's like, I'm trying to be like you, doc.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to be like you. I am. I, I, I'm trying. Dad, man. It's a privilege to have you with us. Everybody who knows and loves Reverend Dr. Patton, make sure you like, share, tag, say, hey. Matter of fact, we'll even give him permission to look down and share with somebody else on his page or on his church page, unless you're like us and you don't want your saints to see it because we know what that's like. There's some shows you don't want <laughs> them to see. Real,
2: real talk, I said, you know, I don't know if they need to hear this, but anyway, I sent it to my private church page, my public church page. Okay. On my page. I got on a couple of other pages. So if I don't have a church to go back to, um, I'll be looking for it's our one. fault. Okay. It's, it's, our it's fault. all right. It's you, all right. you know,
1: Youngstown will gladly take you back. Yeah,
2: yeah. Jeff has a
0: janitor's position at his church that
2: yeah, he's, <laughs> he's looking to feel. I might have to come back to the valley, you know. Yeah.
0: Listen, listen, <laughs> tell us about yourself. We know that you're a Youngstown native, but It'll tell us a few things about your journey. Give us the, the quick and dirty version. Not that bio that we be sending out that's three pages long. <laughs> you know, uh, Tell us about yourself.
2: Born and raised in Youngstown, Ohio, on the south side, 727 Brentwood Avenue, uh, 44511. My mom and dad are still there. Uh, the neighbors I grew up with and my grandmother live next door. Um, I've known um, Pastor Jeff um, since I was in the sixth grade. And um, used to oh, try to follow. My condolences. Ball. My yeah, condolences yeah, yeah. to you. Uh, following his footsteps on 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 the football field, I went to the University of Toledo, um, football scholarship, and I met my wife there, Deanna, We married. Uh, it'll be 23 years in July. i um, got a son, 11; daughter, 17. I didn't recognize my call to the ministry uh, until I was 27 years old, as we moved to um, Dallas. And I've been on fire for the Lord ever since. Um, went back to school, did all the things that uh, my denomination requires, but I did it for me, not for the denomination. And I'm hmm. the pastor of Grant uh, Worship Center, uh, AME Worship Center. I'm part of the African Methodist Episcopal Church. And I, I you know, I love my, my charge where I'm at. Uh, we're, we're growing even during a pandemic. But at the same time, pastors, um, I'm just me. I have not changed. The same person in the pool The same person in the parking lot. And um, I'm just glad to be here tonight.
0: Wow! Awesome! Awesome! Awesome!
1: Well, our our, our topic today is old dog, new tricks, and and we are talking, <laughs> we are talking about everything. Um, well, you, than,
2: <laughs> you you older than me, Jeff? So um. he's the oldest dog. He's the oldest dog. I know for a fact you. I know you are a, a full grade above me,
1: but it may be two grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's something like that. It's something like that. Okay. I, I mean, I, we we can talk a little later about how we was on the football field how I used to run y'all. Okay, but we ain't gonna talk about. Oh that right wow, now.
0: <laughs> wow, wow! I feel the tension in the room. Okay. Yeah.
1: But um, we we uh, on the Facebook page I, I posted about how you know. Everything nowadays is being updated.
0: Everything's updated. You
1: know, you, you gotta update your computers.
0: Let me, you know, let me it,
1: it'll, you. it'll come, it'll come, it'll come to you. It'll be a text message. Your, your stuff need updated now. They won't let
0: you use your phone until you update. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So, how do how do we feel about updating churches? Hmm. You know, how do we feel about updating? Watch well, this, updating outdated churches.
2: We're putting do a label you. on it. Do you remember when TVs used to have antennas on the back of them? Mm-hmm. And and at, at a point, I believe it's the FCC, um, they said, uh, you will no longer be able to use antennas. You will have mm-hmm. to, you know, a HDMI or a digital antenna of some sort. And they gave you a date to do it. Like, unapologetically said, this is what we are going to do. And mm-hmm. it happened. And if you had a... If you had some foil, a hanger, I'm from Youngstown. Um, Yes, sir. (laughs) And um, your TV would no longer work without a digital antenna. We were forced to change, and we had to change in order to survive. Now, we'll change in every aspect. Um, We've gone from, from eight tracks to cassettes, cassettes to CDs, CDs to... To, um, to iPods, mm-hmm. and we changed because we had to. Our cars have changed, our computers. Try using a Commodore 64 right now. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> has tried.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: See,
1: they going not talk about my age, man.
2: <laughs> We're just going to talk about him all night long. Mike
1: older <laughs> than <to> me. Hey, <laughs> this,
2: this, this phone um, is, has more memory and more capabilities um, Than the first couple spaceships that went up into went into space and went to the moon. That is true. Wow. That is true. And, and we and we have we have changed. We have been um, in every other aspect of life, but sometimes, many times, in some places, all the time, um, the church is the last to make that 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 transformation. We make wanted to look change. like how we wanted to look. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it, it's it's a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle.
0: So, so the question then is, because based based off of your premise, which is brilliant, and I will steal it for a sermon, uh, <laughs> <laughs> has that date come for the church? Have some of us missed it, and we are still in rabbit ears era and catching? no signal from the community in any meaningful way. Everybody, every church has its core, so let's just, let's just right. pretend that don't exist. But has that date come, or do you feel it is coming, where there's going to be a hard cutoff for even what we would consider somewhat strong traditional churches?
2: Doc, it has already come for some churches. This, uh-huh. this, this, this pandemic has, um, has brought out the best... And the worst of, 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 of our churches and what we um, technologically, you know, uh, te- you know, technology and, um, you know, streaming worship services and things of of, of that nature. Um, yeah, I, I believe that some churches have already reached that point And some, um, if I could use like, you know, if you're in the hospital, um, s- some some churches are on life support right now. Life
0: support. Comatose. And the only
2: thing that's keeping them alive um, is the denomination, is the system, but the hmm. ministry, the outreach, the effect in the community is is gone. Wow. Yeah. I, now, I, I, I,
0: I think it is worth saying that like we see sometimes on Facebook or or social media where there's that really fit older person. Or that really good-looking seventy-year-old woman, or that guy that's older and still lifting weights. Simply being traditional doesn't mean you're ineffective. Come on, sir. I Five think months. there is still space, and there will be people who get the right stream. There, they'll be in the right flow. They connect with their community or the culture well, and their place is either well established or they find a good established place. But I agree with what you're saying that for the most part, where we have been. Has become more and more of a detriment to where we're going, and the generation that embraced that place of where we have been is quickly dying off. It's it's just love, it's just numbers.
2: I love. I, I'm really an old school guy. You know, um, I, when it comes to ministry and uh, preaching, and I am liturgical, but I'm, I'm I like tradition. Um, but I'm not a traditionalist. I'm I'm able to flow in in um, in, in modern times. And, and what has happened? Um, some churches, honest to goodness, you could you could you could have taken a a selfie in 1967 at some of our churches, and it still looks the same right now. But though that same congregant has been through three to four houses. Fifteen cars. They have transitioned, wow. made an upgrade in wow. their life, but the church, the very house of God, looks exactly the same. I've always had, I've always had an issue with that. I believe that's. Yeah, a, one. A, hey, God! Hey, God! It says you have used um, your gifts. You have used the timber to take care of your house. But you have left the Lord's house in ruins. So therefore I'm going to put holes in your pockets.
1: Pockets. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've been taking care of our empires. It's yes. now time to take care of the church.
1: Can can, can I, Now I know this is true uh, for Pastor Todd and myself, and I've never talked to you about it, but I also believe that it's true for you in some ways. Um, you know, because I think a lot of times, because if we be honest, that the old guard are either passed away or are passing away. And so these churches are asking for younger, more vibrant pastors with vision and with, you know, they, they want a new pastor to come in. But when they come in, they are throwing bylaws and traditions. And, and, traditions and, and I'm like, you ask for this, but right. now you want to throw this, and you know what I mean? And, and they'll tell God is the same yesterday, today, yeah. Yeah. and forevermore. Well, the <laughs> seven
0: last words of a dying church is we have always done it this way. Wait. The seven last words of a dying church.
2: You That's, long, dog. Uh, where, that where gone. That's on Facebook tomorrow, like I said it. <laughs> where, where I am now, um, Grand Worship Center, I hope to be here for years to come. Um they wanted a younger um pastor, the pastor that I follow actually did a great job uh his name was Adam Carrington. I'm not just saying that to say that, but like for real for real, he stepped on some line, some landmines that I was not prepared for um God knew exactly what he was doing but uh when I came what they were looking for a younger um pastor younger leadership, and um for the most part i mean like like for real for real, for the most part um they have been very um, kind to to my family and I and to the vision and being innovative. There have been some some some, you know, so, you know, of course, there have been some some places where um, there's been some eternal fighting. But I can I can literally say and I tell my church this all the time, everything um, that I've asked them for, um, they have eventually done um you know, when I came into ministry, you always heard it's going to take you five years before you become the pastor. <laughs> seven, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, five to seven. I'm talking about major pastor Tell me, "Pat, That's right." And then I said, "If I wait five to seven years, I won't have a church." Wow. And I and I now, said that, and, and I took a chance.
0: Yeah, and 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 we we have very similar stories. Now, your church, you told us earlier, Grant Worship Center. Is 130 years old. Right. Progressive Baptist Church is
1: 70. No, I think it's 80, 80 some years old.
0: Progressive? No, it's
1: not. I'm pretty sure it is. Whereas where Cynthia, Cynthia, type, type how old uh progressive
0: baptist is. It can't be 80 because I have members that remember when they split. They're like in their Okay, okay.
2: Well, yeah. I, thought, hey, I thought we just about, I didn't even talk about split. talk about split. Pastor Jeff Pastors. Say what now? Please
0: how, look how long at he back to past- pastors? What that? What he say? I can. I <laughs> ah, he can tell how long the church is. By how long after Jeff passed? <laughs> Our church is 105 years. years old. So we came in a very similar context, and I can say yes, I have a similar experience with Second. They have worked alongside and gone along with most of the changes that I have implemented, and I did a, a, quite a few things pretty autonomously. But with having the ability to do it and also being able to show some financial frugality mm-hmm. so that it wasn't like this giant leap into debt. Hey, I'm going to do the consumer grade projector this time and show you all how easy it is to do. And maybe once they start to burn out, we can look into the more professional thing. The, the audio upgrades, social media, obviously, the power of social media using it streaming before the pandemic hit. Uh, Fifty seven years. Yeah, I was right. Fifty-seven, okay, okay. Seven years. It's just because I know the story. You know, I'm the the Oracle of Warren Churches around here at (laughs) this point. Uh, But no, but in all seriousness, though, do we run into, and I'm going to ask two questions of you. The first one would be, do we run into the idea that it's not so much the willingness of the congregation, but there's also a complication of what is the effectiveness of making the change realistically with the heritage and the perspective Perception that people already have of the church. You can black it out and modern it up and do all of that stuff, but to the community, you still good old Second Baptist Church and you might alienate people. And I know there's always new people to reach. And I'm not talking about the old folk. I hear you. I'm talking about people's grandkids, nieces, nephews, community members who were just used to a certain image and a certain feel. And actually, it's almost like a security blanket. Like parts of our black community and not all the old ones want us to change, but then they kind of don't because they're just so used to us being who we are. And that's almost a comfort, even if it's kind of a weird, I don't know how to yeah. say it. I don't want to say the word negative. It's like a weird love hate relationship, but don't change because I want to keep loving and hating you. So it's like, do you feel a complication with the system and the effectiveness? Like if we invest all of this and if we uproot all of this, will it actually result in more saved souls and more effective ministry? Do you find a tension there?
2: Yes, I, I. You're. I mean, literally, when the question you were asking, I was just sitting there, like, "Wow, you, you, you feel it." Uh, uh, it's a. We want. We want someone innovative. We want to go to the next level, but this gonna mess you up. At the same time, we want to stay the exact same way. So yeah. there, there, there is a a cognitive dissidence there. It's a. It, it's something. It. It's a. It, it seems like there's always a. Um yeah, Pastor, let's go. But oh Pastor, you're going too fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, and yeah. And I and I and I and I and I, and I, and, and I feel um man, I, I feel that some just I feel that as as being the pastor, even though they have uh, accommodated, I mean literally everything that I've asked for in time, um, like you said, Pastor Todd, because of financial i I've, I've shown financial stewardship. Um, Mm, I've been open and honest with fear, without fear of reprisal. Um, This church is, I mean, financially in a whole nother realm than when I first got there. So they can, you know, they they trust and and, and it does help um, that I've been married 23 years and that's the only woman I've been with. Um, There's no scandal. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I have integrity, you know, as a pastor. So there's never been any issue. On, on that way, but I, I feel that um, you know, uh, doing something new, but keeping it, um, but keeping it how it used to be, and at the same time, uh, my church it sits in a community. Well, yeah, it sits in a community, and this is uh, this is gonna mess you up. Um, that's probably seventy to seventy-five percent Asian. So,
0: Whoa.
2: yes. So we sit in in a community, and um, you know, old school church people saw your sign and came to church. Oh, yep. we We come, we go in church. People are unchurched now. This, this this is the postmodern. This is this is you know an unchurched world. So now we we have to go out into. The, the community in my in my church and I know they're listening, we don't do that well. We have great intentions with all our workshops, our ministries, our revivals, but we don't go out into the com- into the community because there's still an old school mindset of if they want Jesus, they'll come they'll to come us. They'll come to us.
0: They'll come to us. Mm-hmm. So what if because we've seen it and I won't call names but we've seen it. Whether it's a church plant or a renovation rejuvenation of a ministry in a different direction feel aesthetic whatever what if it doesn't work or it's not working and i we've seen this in action where people make the investments they make the shifts they make the changes and a year later three years later five years later People aren't coming any more than they were. I mean, an HD camera is not going to make your sermons any better, bro. No, nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> that's real but but maybe maybe people didn't read their community right. Maybe yeah. some people moved ahead out of the congregation, but the actual culture that they're in—absolutely. Warren is an old school culture, for instance. Like we're not super new school anywhere, to be honest. There's a small pocket of some younger minded people and. Kingdom, but that's not the main situation in can, our and city. Can I,
1: can I add to that? Because a lot of uh, churches, such as mine, were made in a way.
0: Oh, it's almost impossible. That to... were
1: made in a way that you really can't go to new school. We know you got the pews. And You put you a got... TV on the wall. You knock <laughs> the church down. <laughs> you got the. You got. I mean, but it's it's yeah. just. But in and, and it and it doesn't. And I think that. Oftentimes maybe it's not even changed the church, but it's changed the mindset. Yeah. It's changed the mindset of the people to say, okay, we may have, we may not be able to do all the new updates that a lot of these churches are doing, but we can still have a new attitude, attitude about coming, an attitude about evangelism, attitude about all that. I think the
0: aesthetics affect the attitude. The aesthetics, the look, the motif of the church. Affects the attitude, but at the same time, like you said, it could be too jarring. Even if you didn't, I've seen some white brothers, mostly white brothers, some some black brothers and sisters come into real old traditional churches and like just totally rip that sucker apart, clear out the choir stand, and you know. But I don't think our people are ready for like them them crates and stuff and uh, uh, them wooden <laughs> pallets they get from the back of the, the grocery store and with uh, them them barn barn doors and. And lights hanging from the ceiling. It's like that's just too much, but I get where they're going with it, because it looks slick to us. But let, let let Mother Jackson come in and see that.
2: Is Jackson
1: gonna stop giving them
2: ties? <laughs> Pastor Todd, you said something, you know, about the HD camera doesn't make your preaching any better. No nope. and when it when it comes down to it, um the preacher gotta bring the word.
0: Yeah. What,
2: what, what, what our digital screens what our screens on left and right with all our cameras HD if you are not bring the word
0: absolutely you'll
2: we'll, we'll leave your church in a minute. I believe that what we need to do in our communities is to do a SWOT analysis strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats yeah what does what do our neighborhoods need? Absolutely. And how can we always want to, you know, put on them what we want to do for them? But have we ever asked our our community, you know, what can we do for you? What are you looking for? Right. You know. Right. I'm I'm in the process of of, of I've been in eight years or almost eight years, and now I'm gonna do a SWOT analysis uh, to figure out. What does my community need? We live, you know, it, it, it we live in a, a, a food desert. I need to start a, a food pantry. Hmm. People will hmm. call. we call it. Makes just, sense. I, I sit on, um, um, Pastor Jeff's been there. Uh, he's preached there. He, he killed the place. They wanted to come back, but I said, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I, said, I believe, I believe I, it. I said, no, 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 no. Um, we, we, we sit on, we have um, 15 acres of land and about 10 of it is not used. We need to put a community garden and let the community um, tend to it. If you take care of the community, the community will take care of your church. Your church. And, and wow. it's, you know, we're, we're so worried about where they join. join. I've got to the point where they can go to any church they want to. I need to do the work of ministry. Right. Wait, come on, are you talking? They didn't come to my church. Well, maybe they ain't supposed to come to your church, but you do the ministry. I'm telling you, God is a He's a great CPA.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He, he remembers yeah. who my goodness, He remembers <laughs> who sold. He remembers who planted.
0: Absolutely. He's Absolutely.
2: An increase. So we got to start worrying about who comes to our church. How many heads can we count on Sunday morning? God is looking. I'm I'm, going gonna, I'm gonna to bless that church. I'm going to bless that. Uh, I'm going to bless that ministry. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. Well, but, no, no, no. Okay. You, you, you're
0: on it. You're on it. So, but, but that brings to mind attention that we have to be super duper honest about. Then what then is the purpose of updating the church? Because right. the fact of the matter is Fact of the matter is, most people are saying the people ain't coming because it's old. The people ain't coming because it's still the people ain't coming. cause And so most people either explicitly or implicitly are saying we need to upgrade to attract. That's what they're saying. Okay. We need to upgrade to attract. Now, what you're saying about ministry, everybody agrees with or at least pretend they do or say <laughs> they do. We want to do the work of ministry. I want to feed my community. I'm all about the kids, blah, 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 blah. Now I'll be honest. I'm not going to say I'm real to anybody else or anything like that, but I have said to my church, my I will not spend tens and because we don't have it and hundreds of thousands of dollars. If I had to choose between upgrading video walls on my, you know, in my yeah. sanctuary and putting money towards a playground or a community endeavor, if you had to make me choose, You know, I will cheap out the inside all day long for what I could make impact on the outside. And I have literally done that. Literally, like, how can I just get the best quality I can without hurting the church that we can go this way? But the fact of the matter is people, whether it's Facebook views, which, of course, we know, like the studio look, the modern look, the screen look has a lot to do with everyone jumping into streaming and all of that, making it more aesthetically pleasing for streaming, for video production. But also when people walk in, they want them to be impressed. They want them to feel that they are in a place that reflects their culture in the 21st century. So if that's the purpose, which we know it is, or is there some other purpose? Like now are we just changing just to say, I don't like because it look old.
2: Right. If it's not to
0: attract, then what's the purpose of upgrading?
2: What, what, what I did when I, when, I, when I got to Grant Worship Center, I wish I'd have had those pictures. I took a picture of, of the, um, of the pulpit and the stage and everything. And uh, yep. first of all- I got all, mine first night. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> pastors need to have a vision. Yes, and, absolutely. And we get our vision from God. No, not not, not not the planning of the next annual day or how are we gonna raise some money, but what is the vision for your church? Because without a vision, the people, of the church is going to perish. What? What is division? So I asked God. I took a picture of our sanctuary, um, and and God told me, and I told my church this. And um, you need to put, you literally need to put screens on the wall because the sanctuary is too big, and some of your members um, they, they, they can't see the preacher. Um, they can't see. I don't use worship guides anymore. Um, matter of fact, it's, it's helped us save probably about three to four thousand dollars a year in printing because everything is on is on on the screens. Mm-hmm. But the first Sunday that I preached, I realized I couldn't hear myself and I, I was hoarse. And not only could they not hear, I can hear myself. They could not hear me at all. So I said, Lord, we need to get a new sound system because faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So we we then we updated the sound system most of the change in my church was because of necessity.
0: Practical needs. I
2: was trying to be like someone down the street. Right. And and we added added some, I realized that it was dark. Uh, If I I show you this picture, you're not going to believe how dark it was because you didn't know how light it could be because it was dark. So So we added some lights and and now, what we think is just like how it's always been hasn't always been, um, but to, but to answer your answer your question, um, updating your sanctuary, uh, I, I believe in, in your church uh, as a whole, uh, it can be a blessing, especially to our generation, um, because our generation we want to be attached to things that look like us. Okay. Okay. That's okay. good. That's good. That's, 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 that's good. that's how we roll. If, if if I'm rolling in the bins, if I'm if I'm rolling in the Acura, I don't want to go to a car. I don't want to go to a a house of worship. I'm just telling you, I have my members, some that that looks like a '57 Chevy. Mm. I I got a beautiful home. I'm I've upgraded, and I and I because I'm telling you, people shop churches like they shop for clothes. and thank you for
0: thank you for mentioning that thank you for mentioning that because let's let's unplug and go back to our older generations who we love Mm
2: -hmm.
0: they i think it would help if there would be honesty from the older generation that's why a lot of them found the church they found because in the 50s and the 60s it reflected the ideals and the aesthetic and the look that they were attracted to and then when they did their building projects and they saw that Design that architecture, that thing that was the. Come on, y'all. Wood panel, that wood paneling, that shag carpet, them, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Them, 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 them lights. We still got the the, the circular lights with the crosses on the side, the, the chandeliers. That that was the modern look of the day. That was the LED lights and the screens of the day. And they wanted to be honest. They wanted to be the best. Absolutely, They wanted to be, they took pride in getting them new pews in there when the church down the street still had chairs. They took pride in saying they had that nice microphone on the system, on the stand, while the guy down the street was still hollering and trying to be heard. And I think that we're not, maybe because we live in such what appears to be a more fickle society because of social media, it's Mm -hmm. always looked at negatively to just want modern aesthetics for the sake of it. When I tell my church all the time, Mr. Lathan, who is a well-known builder around here, told me when he was a kid and he walked in Second Baptist and it was a uh, it was the new church that was not built like any other church. It was the most architecturally modern looking wonder of little old Warren at the time. Mm-hmm. So when you build something new in 2022 and people are like, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm like, yeah, they didn't get that either. Right. Some people were probably wishing they had the little peak roof with the same 12 rows that like everybody else had. And the pool put only this big and a piano on one side. And that was it. And they went a little further. So I feel like, well, you said people want to have an attachment. And so what that creates is, and i let Jeff jump in right, here, the tension between the attachment that's already been established from the old. And they ain't died yet. And they still here or they children, children still here and their names are still on them pews versus the attachment that the new generation, the stamp that the new generation. And I often say this in my church. One time my wife and I tried to pack to go for a thing together and she insisted on using the same uh, suitcase. And she put her stuff in first. And by the time she got done putting her stuff in, there was like a sliver for my stuff. And I said, that's what it's like coming into a church as a young man when everything's already established. Right. And they right. say, right. give us your vision. Give us what you want to look like. I'm like, everything already got its name on it. Ain't nothing for me to, you know, there's nothing, there's no space there. But our generation is thinking the same way our grandparents thought when they built these churches originally. We want it to look like us. We want to be modern. They took pride in that, man. Black folk was coming up in the 40s and 50s and 60s. They took pride in being able to build this stuff. And so I think, like, maybe that should be a part of the conversation is honesty. You had your day where it looked like you. So is is that the
1: reason why now? We're just. Well, no, not even even us. But they're saying, I don't want to change. This is what I envisioned.
0: It was their vision. 50 years ago. You're wiping out my vision. Yeah, you're
1: wiping away my vision to make way for your vision, and you know, so I think there has to be some type of mid ground. There has to be some type of well. That's why they be like,
0: y'all can change this when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can change this when I'm gone. But,
1: but there has to be some type of bridge because th- this younger generation needs a vision too. They because I mean, yeah, sooner or later y'all are going to die. It's the truth, right? Sooner you later, know what? But when, they have, to have
2: a vision. When, when when God gives vision, He always gives provision. And mm-hmm. I remember having a meeting um about these screens and you would have thought that um there there was some some there were some crosses where the screens are now oh, Lord. and, yes. and, and yes. Pastor Tom Pastor <laughs> Jeff you feel you feel me and yes I love y'all and they know I love, I like for real for real they know they listen you would have thought Jesus put them up there <laughs> and yes uh, I said I <laughs> I wanna put I wanna put a screen on the left or the right. Someone said, You mean gonna move the cross? So yeah, I'll move the cross. Now just been to my church, Pat. you been to my church. I have a twenty foot cross in the middle of the pulpit. It's
0: not no. You gotta have them thieves a- too, doc. <laughs>
2: you
0: gotta have them <head> thieves. <laughs> The It ain't real without the malefactors, doc. <laughs>
2: <laughs> So th- th- This real talk. In the meeting, the meeting went terrible. I went to my <laughs> office and I cried. And I said, God, I believe that you wouldn't have given me a vision if you didn't give me provision. We finally got the screens up. The member who fussed about the screens pulled me to the yeah. side and said, Pastor, yeah. I love him because I could not see the, the print on my worship guide.
0: There it is. Mm. I had the same experience. The hymns, um, the hymns, the, the, the hymns.
2: And, yep. and, and when she told me that, I said, "You know, it is worth the 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 struggle. Old dogs, new tricks." But at the same time, um, I was always kind. I, I didn't, you know, um, in in the A.M.E. church, we had a church conference, and and we voted, and they said yes. I used to think I would have to be unanimous. I don't care about being unanimous. Give me five to four. If uh, come authority. on, uh, that's what we're doing. Yes, sir. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll take that to the next meeting. <laughs> it, 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 it's all about, um, you know, I, I keep, I would keep saying my father ministry, uh, William Watley. he said, you know, God has a vision for your life. That's than Any vision that you could have, others can have for you. And when you cast vision for your church, God will give um, provision and um, everything. And I've said it three times already. It's called everything that I've asked God to do at my church, through time, through struggle, through a lot of push and pulling, um, God God has done, man. And and there's some who have gotten with it. There's some, um, uh, to to take a a phrase, some have stepped up and some have stepped off. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, I wanna ask,
0: when we talk about church changing, In the Black church, there's that history element, and I hold it dear, that it's almost like tearing down what might be your community or congregation's monument to itself. It's almost like changing the Washington Monument or the Lincoln Memorial, because our churches, because of the lack of other spaces and other places, they really do represent for us that 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 heritage, literally our history. And then you add to it, I'll be honest, I don't necessarily hear and, and th- it might be a bad example, but they're dying for different reasons. Catholic Church is saying, oh, we gotta upgrade this as much. They almost they almost want to fight for the marble and the stone and the oak wood from the Ukrainian forest or whatever that they got. You know, they we seem to be the ones kind of chasing that and What you said about the changes you made were pure and practical and necessary. Mm -hmm. I think some of us are just chasing, painting walls black because we saw, you know, Reginald Sharp do it in Chicago. And we saw E. Dewey Smith do something. And we want this screen. We want that. And it's not really of a practical matter. Nobody's demanding it. And nobody's attracted to it. And sometimes it can even be off-putting. When when it's without necessity or explanation, how do we find that balance between the historicity and the and the needful things, and then the fact that there are people just out there like, look, if it's a new toy out there and I can buy it, I'm gonna get it. Every
1: new thing.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, you you just said something. I i personally I'm not into the dark church.
0: Me either. My <laughs> I wife say turn it. the lights hate on. Hate it. Hate My it. My wife say
2: turn it. them lights on. <laughs> I mean, I to see them demons. I I preach. I preached in them. I think is you know you know it look I, I'm just I, some things. I'm just old school in and, and 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 we and we try to put new wine in old wine skins. Wine
1: skins. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
2: We we you know because the mega church. I, I'm, I'm in Texas. I'm in mega church. You know Austin. Oh yeah we got a fair share. Dallas is just crazy. Houston is ridiculous. I mean, it's churches you never heard of got 4,000 members, you know, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see that the, the mega church has a video board. I got to get a video board. So we, we're trying to do Ritz Carlton ministry. Yes, sir. Budget. Yes, sir. And, and and we don't have the the congregation um for that and now as pastors we, we we're stressed out and we don't think that we're you know able to con- really this is a bad word compete that's it see see the pandemic that's a real word when we saw when when we saw like um when i saw new births um Worship service and the cameras and the praise team. I said, "Hold, on, I got to get myself together." Then I check myself. Grant Worship Center is not New Birth.
1: Absolutely, yep.
2: You got to know yep. who you are. Now we upgraded. We bought some cameras. We did our thing, and now we've improved it. We ready to. We ready to rock. But I'm not Bishop. I'm not the Potter's House. I'm not Marcus Cosby. I don't have that budget. And sometimes we'll drag our churches to be like someone else. And it it then when it 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 just doesn't it, it doesn't work because we're we're competing and and it all comes back to what Pastor Todd said. Now you got all this stuff. You got a video board and can't preach.
0: Listen, right, right, right. right. Listen.
2: and this also all, goes back to got twenty <laughs> microphones and and three praise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But it go, it goes back to what you said too. That's not your vision.
0: That's not your vision. No, that, yeah,
1: that, that uh, his vision ain't over. I I want to ask you something, and this is sort of personal. And I I mean, you can answer it if you want to. But I want to ask you know before you went to Texas, you were on St. Louis. I can't remember the name of the church you were at.
2: Oh, I was actually um, I was in, in Earl. 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 Oh, Earl. Oh, oh, St. Andrews.
1: Yeah. St. Andrews. St. Now that was a, a a sort of a box church, correct? Mm-hmm. It was. You know, I know a lot of people are going to these box churches now. Yeah, I know how was how was that is that
0: what's the box church
2: you the the it, looked, just it big was the big square it was, it was it was basically a store a storefront oh. type structure i'm sorry i hear all you good okay um it it was it was it was pretty much it was built like a like like a storefront church um it was actually the field it was chicago field where i used to play um, growing up um what was your question, uh, Pastor? Pastor? I, just, I just
1: wanted to know how what it, it because that's what a lot of people are upgrading to now is these right. uh still but they call them still churches, and I know y'all had a uh brick facade on it, but um how was that?
2: I, I I loved it. I actually loved my time there. Um you know it was it I mean was, a
1: church, not 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 the preaching, oh, I'm talking about the, the building itself the building oh, I I it.
2: for you. Yeah, it was it was very modern. It was it was very modern. I mean, the 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 ceiling was maybe twelve feet. You know, um, if you could see everyone. Basically, when I remember, I told you at the beginning, if I was to build a church, I would build a church that could seat about two hundred people. It would be like now. Isn't it funny? These storefront churches we used to laugh at are now the mega churches. Oh, they're the mega mm-hmm. churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they yeah. go
0: to circuit cities and the Best oh, Buys.
2: Yeah, yeah, they they they're buying the old car dealership <laughs> and putting their church yeah. in, inside of there, and we. And we were in our our castles and laughing at them, but they had the tambourine. They were shouting da da da. And um, now they have outgrown us. But yeah, I I, I love that. Um, I, I actually I love that facility. And When I was there, Saint Andrews, I changed the seating, I, and um, it's been changed back, which is good for the pastor who's there. Um, different ministrations, different gifts. But I I, I love that facility because I could see everyone. I could I could touch everyone. And um, it it just, it wasn't, it wasn't traditional. It was just, it was just, it was a lot different. I almost forgot about that. Thank you, um, Jeff, for bringing that up. Mm -hmm.
0: Can you tell us about a change that you made at Grant or anywhere else or a new initiative you instituted and you look back and you don't really feel that it was worth it or had the intended effect that you had hoped for? Did you ever have something like, you know what? Maybe, maybe That's they were question. right.
1: That's a good question, here, Doc.
2: <laughs> listen, we should have moved the crosses. <laughs> listen, man. listen, I, I had well intentions. See what had happened was,
0: what had happened was, <laughs> it's ready.
1: Here we go.
2: I, I'm, I am, um, I'm like Pastor um, Jeff. I'm, I'm not the tallest person in the world. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Um, we had a we had a and y'all already know I'm, we, we had a pulpit that when I preached all you could see was like my neck.
1: Been uh, there, been there.
2: And it was it was, <laughs> it was it was large and it was beautiful, but it just wasn't me. All right, so um, and there's a, a book you know the who moved my cheese is another one called yeah yeah yeah. My and um, so one Sunday. I took the pulpit out. I took the desk out of the pulpit and put up a simple lectern. Dot. <laughs> I almost. I'm like, no, no, I'm like, for real. And I preached that Sunday. Eight people joined the church. Uh huh. But I almost lost my appointment. How? Oh. Because I didn't yeah. understand. I thought I was just doing something that was good for me,
0: mm-hmm. but I
2: don't understand how much that pulpit, the desk, meant to the people, the years that it had been there, the pastors who had preached behind it, and um, I, I regret doing that. Um, like for real, that 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 was very, uh, very hard, and. Um, to meeting trial and error and teaching, I um, I was able to get over it, and they they, they understood. Now we have a plexiglass um, pulpit um, there, but l- literally um, some what I didn't do, I didn't talk to my leaders. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah. If if, yeah. If, he will, if 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 he's going to move the the pulpit furniture, he's gonna do a lot of other things. Anything,
0: yeah, yeah. Anything. Been there.
2: So so from that point on, I I always talk to um the leaders and the gatekeepers, because some of your leaders are not on your boards.
0: Absolutely correct.
2: I, I begin I begin to talk to the pew pastor as well. Y'all yeah, how your board. yeah. And, yeah, yeah, come I mean, on, sir. I mean, like literally be like, listen, this is what I'm thinking about doing. How do you feel? About this, and uh, but that that moment, Pastor Todd, um, Pastor Jeff, and and now they 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 love that pulpit desk, Amen. If I was to bring another one out, they would they would be upset. But that 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 was. um There's a couple other things too, but um that was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Patton, let me let me tell you what you didn't do. What? You didn't put wheels on your pulpit. <laughs> on no. your podium. No. Somebody put wheels Who did on that? that podium, and it was rolling all Who around. Did that? And you, you know, you, you, you smack the table when you're preaching. It just go, ahead, go all on. Way?
0: It had brakes, Jeff. It had brakes on the wheels. You could put your foot on it, and it would stop the wheels. But you had to remember to do that first. You had to remember to lock the wheels, Jeff. Hey, Amen. I'm you I'm, I'm did I'm sorry. That was the funniest.
2: It was was an innovative idea. Let let me tell y'all. One time, I was I was preaching at a church. I got I got happy, and I and I hit my hand down on the plexiglass pulpit. Mm. Did the first Mm. time. Did the second time. I I cracked it like I was chopping through the desk. Lord
0: that's the, some that's some heavy preaching and the
2: preacher no it was just not a good guess but um <laughs> uh, the preacher was like and he I mean he's like my father he said man that's all right, don't worry about it man you was preaching God was in it um two days later I get a bill from the church i believe it
0: <laughs> I believe it
2: $900. you should have
0: told him you should have told that's what you get from buying your desk from Sheen.
2: <laughs> uh, you, you, took- you should
1: have said God was in it. Send that bill to Him.
2: Right. Well, what I did was I took the desk and we fixed it, and it became the pulpit at the church I was at at the time. Just crazy thing. But wow. yeah, man, that was that was, a, that was um, I should have I should have never um, I should have never done that, and uh, but yeah.
0: That's amazing. Hey, hey, if you're watching and you got a question for our guest, uh, Doctor Patton. I mean, come on and type your questions in, or if you want to just show him some love, tap it in, tap it in. We're 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 going to be winding down a little bit. I've I been wish I had this time to, to
1: to to break down what uh, Pastor Tatum said. We have to learn to distinguish what is the baby, what is the ba- baby, and the bathwater. Uh, I know that's. I know she. Oh, to
0: I like me. it. I mean, I, I I mean, I think that number one what Pastor Patton spoke about earlier, things like screens so that people can follow the service and you're transitioning from one way to another, enhancing the church in a way that makes it more uh, uh, pleasant and, and, and better for worship for everyone, not just to fit a style of a particular generation, but to make it better. And does it push the gospel forward and make the gospel central? Now, I'm with you pastor patton i'm I'm a little anti dark church a little bit, and one of the reasons is because I feel that worship is communal worship is communal, and when you turn it into a spotlight church where only the performers on stage are of significance and you cannot even see anybody down the row, I think that takes away from the the communal now on the flip side, people will say, I like being able to worship and not be noticed or seen and I can cry and I don't feel embarrassed and As church people, we sometimes don't always relate to that feeling because it's not really been ours, or at least we don't admit it's been ours. But I feel that practical, necessary, gospel-centered changes, uh, but I think just talking out, even through my own voice, talking about aesthetics of a generation has actually just during this time helped me to think a little bit more graciously about modern changes to the church, And basically what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So if an entire older generation can say we wanted it like this because we just wanted it like this and this is what was great for us, then why can't a new generation say that? Matter of fact, the only can't is because the older generation is still there and might still have their attachment. Absolutely. And and that's maybe if we would just be honest about that and bring that to the forefront of conversations about change and then make people talk that out. We do have a great question we want to read uh, from Seth Smith. Elder Smith. Oh yeah, our man Elder Smith. How do you create a balance in bridging the old and new?
2: Man. Doctor. Um, oh, there you go, Doctor. Um <laughs> man, uh, creating creating a balance. You understand that you want to do something new, but can I tell you who's going to pay for it? The old
1: oh. <laughs> That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: That's it. We,
2: we, 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 we're we not, um, I say our generation, we're, we're not as faithful as our, our older generation. So we have hey. to ask um, that generation, you know, the bridging the old and the new. Um, what, what, what would you like? I don't care how many lights I get. No matter how the music ministry is, we are going to sing an opening hymn. At Grant Worship Center, come on. I'm like I'm like Bishop Rudolph. I'm
0: and there. I'm with you.
2: He can kill it. He can preach. He can close it. They're gonna have an anthem. Mm-hmm. Every day at his church, um, we still can be traditional without being traditionalists, but at the same time, yeah, the older generation. If you start bringing a grandchild to worship. They will love you. I told my church, mm-hmm. I said, if, "If it isn't amazing that most of your children don't go to your church,
0: yeah, yeah, they, wow. yeah,
2: where you worship at, yep." So, so if I have to get some turntables, we I've had yep. a at my church. If I got to get some keyboards, nice. if I got to mic the drums. I'm going to strike up the band. So you, you have to, you, you can still keep it, you know, I'm, I'm AME, um, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For now. Yeah, we, we just, you, you got to balance you got to ask them what they want and you got to look at what you need. But first it, it all comes with a vision from God and he'll give the provision. And that provision Will be sometime most of the time in an older member of your church. The pulpit that I talked about, I had an older member buy it for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I yeah. talked
2: on it, and why yeah. I wanted it. So they said, Pastor, why do you want a new pulpit? I said, You want to know why? I was embarrassed. I said, The one we have is too tall. Mm. When I put we when I put the two screens up. Um we had a middle screen and it covered the big cross that's 20 feet high.
0: huh
2: And I told them, I said, Pastor, why do you why why do you want screens on left and right? Because I said, I don't want to block the cross. They said, oh my God, oh. I said, yes. yes. I said, Do you know we've been coming to worship and we've been blocking the cross? Right. And I talked and I, and I preached a uh, I, I preached a sermon series on the cross. And then they say, "Let's get the screens."
0: Yeah, you
2: know? yeah, um, yeah, man. So um, I, I know I probably answer that question of how to no, buy. you're there. But, uh, you're there. You got to you you give. Uh, you got to take, and you got um, to learn to to wait. Uh, yeah, Lord, be of good courage. Again, I say, wait. You cannot mm. change it immediately. I said something earlier about. It used to be five to seven years. I came in immediately, changing things because I wanted the church to live. You know what I'm saying? I I, I just I just I I just had to, and I and I think that um, God is. Uh, I know God. And, is and I
1: think. He, Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I, I think you made a really good point earlier about just talking, about just being open and being honest with those pillars who have been there. I know um, I'm like you, I came in with a million ideas. I came in with a full vision, but until I was willing to sit down and talk to uh, some of these pillars who have been there. Um, and also you said earlier, you know, I just had a meeting with a lady who's gonna fund my whole um, uh, public garden, my, my whole uh, garden, you know, just, you know, things like that. I think th- things like that will make a change, not only in the church, but in the community. And when they see that these changes are actually benefiting everybody and not just my person, but they're benefiting the church is helping the, the, the young people, you know, we're going to take uh, little cups over to the school. They're gonna plant the cu- plant them in the cups and come over to the garden and plant it in the garden. I think things like that just oh,
0: yeah. expands a yep. whole community, and I think it, it does better for everybody. And I think that bridging the church is generational, and it's not a one way thing. Absolutely. And sometimes yes. we have this clap back that we feel like the old folk have been in charge all this time. It's time to push them out and let the young folk be in charge. Tr- but it's yeah both sides need to exercise grace towards the other. And that's something I preach to younger generations, partly because of what you said about, Hey, if you want this, you got to pay the cost of it. You got to commit to this. And I don't see y'all doing that. Truth be told. And at the end of the day, y'all ain't even the ones paying my salary, you know, young people. Wow. Y- y'all ain't- <laughs> So it is not like some fear right, right, of, right. Oh, they're going to put me up, but it's just one thing I said to my church and particularly the younger people, And speaking to younger generations, you do know you're looking at a generation who they or their families gave blood, sweat and tears to give what they have. And you think you should flip it all upside down based off a conversation. Right. You think just voicing an opinion about what you don't like or what looks old and stale should be the thing. They are invested and they have a right. It's biblical. You, You should benefit from what you've invested in. And the other excuse me, I'm sorry. The Pepsi. The other side is there is a teaching moment again for the distinctiveness of the black culture in particular, where if we don't want to lose our culture, we have to keep the hymns to some degree and measure. We yes, have so. to keep the traditions. It will not all last. It will fade eventually into a different model. And those people that knew it, there are people in our church that once they die, meter hymns or something will never come back. But I'm not just trying to kick it out just for the sake of it, just to say I did. And, and, and I'm not doing that because some of the younger people are kind of missing out. And that's a whole nother discussion. We've talked about how yeah. some of this new music really just ain't impressive whatsoever. <laughs> so they don't get like, there's a reason we're sticking to the old because technically it's better half the time, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. but there's a generational benefit there that you can reach across lines and you can do the Israel Houghton and the Dr. Watts hymn. And you don't have to choose either or, and you actually make for a rich worship experience when you do that.
1: But a brother like E. Dewey Smith will make those old hymns sound like they brand, they, like well, they 2025. He'll kill it. Uh, you know, here's the thing. You know, you have, in biblical antiquity, you have uh, Mary who's pregnant, and she has to go stay with Elizabeth who's already pregnant with purpose. And Elizabeth embraces her.
0: He's preaching now.
1: So we have to have we have to have those people embrace another. There's nothing.
0: a sermon. He didn't get to preach today. <laughs> I didn't get to preach. You yet. can tell when Jeff had a guest preacher because he brings a sermon to the podcast. Yeah, I preach about Christmas. Right.
1: Right. In the middle.
0: In the middle of, the middle of uh, February. <laughs> but but I mean,
1: yep. that's that's just a truism that the old has to embrace the young and the young. And watch this. She stayed for three months which means she stayed until Mary started showing. So we got to love these. Oh,
2: right.
0: we, we have to love these yeah, I'm, younger I'm people. A, a, Thank you. I know Mike, pass it off and play. It's <laughs> off the time. Uh, but I do want to say one thing that we forget and we'll go. Religion in general and Christianity is an ancient entity. It's an ancient entity. It's, you're talking thousands of years, Judeo-Christian, multiple millennia. And so it's a little short-sighted and sometimes slightly arrogant when you seek to constrain and constrict it only to the time in which you live. Are you trying to be like the, the Jerusalem church? Or No, absolutely not. But you do have to see yourself as part of a larger thread, part of a, a bigger chain. And there's a danger in me because I've heard people, commentators, preachers, talk about where corporate America changed Best Buy changes. This changes every five years. Yeah, Best Buy was founded in 1972 or something, and it has to do that to keep up with the market, blah, blah, blah. The church does too, but there's only so much that you can walk outside of. Basically, it's eternal and ancient reality, and there's nothing like the church. We do, even when we talk about change and transition, I think we should talk about it as a distinct entity from any other earthly entity in the world. Because it is not like corporate America. And we might actually be damaging our perception solely by comparing ourselves. Nothing wrong with learning lessons from the business world and the corporate world and, you know, other spaces. But, you know, there's a place of desperation that preachers and churches have found themselves in where they've reinvented themselves every three years. And they don't know who they are anymore because they have done like. They've done like them and they don't know who they are. They don't. They will be whatever Is watching me this week. I'll be that, you know, chameleon ministry. So we do have to guard against that, not to stay old, but to make sure we're staying true. True. And true means it doesn't always meet modern expectations. And maybe you're walking into a place that seems a little out of date because the church is not really bound to the calendar any more than our God is. Right. Yeah. Any more than our God is. I'm again, I'm not saying I want marble floors and, and and a choir to the side singing anthems all the time, but I just feel like we would do well to elevate the ancient, which to me I feel like, and this is how our friends overseas feel: the older, the more verified you are. You know, the more. Our friends in the Middle East laugh at us because we think we so great. And they're like, you're like a child to us in America. Do you understand? You can reach. Well, when I told you, our guide said you're reaching the ground and you pick up ancient history. It, it's it's you, you you can find a coin there from 3,000 years ago. Absolutely. America, he's like, we laugh at y'all. Y'all just think y'all all that. And I think the church is, is similar. I think that we're sometimes chasing the consumeristic, capitalistic version that we know in Western society. And maybe that's the reality we have to deal with. But we should also exercise caution with that, and make sure we're being true to ourselves and our God and our culture. And that's all I got to say.
2: Yeah, not, so. and, and not just changing to change. Right. right. We saw we saw something on TV, the the televangelists, and now that's what we want. Why? Why do you want it? Do you have the environment um, for it? You know, I, I find that I'm sure we find that with a lot of our friends uh, in yes. ministry, and it, it, it's affected me. As well, and I got convicted. and said, Why do you want that? Because they got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When you said the screen was too big at Grant Worship Center and people can't see, I've seen your church, I believe it. I've seen churches that seat fifty people. Like we need screens so they can see. No, they don't. You're literally right on top of them. You are walking the pews. You are right. right. You know, they see you just fine, bro. Yeah. When you pick me up when
1: you pick me up from the airport in that Cadillac, I was like, I want one, you know. Listen, yeah, I want listen. one bad. I, I I need a Cadillac.
0: Big Mike has a question. Big Mike. Producer has a question since things are changing so fast on the outside. Why
1: not keep the church traditional so so that it is different, so that we can go back to that?
0: And that's a point I've actually made. He says, if you didn't hear, since the church is so, since everything's changing so much on the outside, why not keep the church the same on the inside? And a point I've made, and again, it's not for everybody, but that there probably are some, again, relevant and effective spaces that need to stay with their motif and their aesthetics. Because they do represent, and I've heard this from young members. Mm-hmm. When I left the world and stopped going to the club, I didn't want to walk into another building that felt like the club I walked out of. Where, or it's just cornball to them, and they're not impressed by us trying to be that. They're like, yo, just, just be a preacher. Put your robe on and your suit on and call it a day. Do not try to like Jay-Z me and the Jesus. Like just <laughs> we know you corny dude. We know you're not. But I've heard literally, and I felt that way. And then you have that guy that comes back and they feel better being in a church they remember than a church they feel alienated from and have to relearn all over again. I think there's a value just as much as there are people that will never go to church and that new version is what might capture them. There's a lot of people who are still attached to the church as we've known it. And sometimes upending that might do more harm than good than we than we realize. Do you think that, Dr. Patton?
2: Oh, most definitely, man. I'm in total agreement with you. Um, But I I think that we need to look at um, the post, the the pandemic and post-pandemic church. Let me tell you something, Grant Worship Center will never be the same. Mm -hmm. I have people who told me they're never coming back because we like watching you on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and whatever social media. Um, so our, our our churches, we 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 have to we we're gonna we have to change. I had to you know I had never done Bible study online before. I, I probably will never go back to in person Bible study ever. Wow. I have over a hundred people who, about are, that. who are coming on. And when I used to have 10 people and be mad and in my feelings because I was there by myself, um, the church, the church, the church is changing. We have to change. But at the same time, uh, we must uh, remember um, our older members are old stones the places where we have been and what the Lord has 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 done has done for us.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You want to close this out, Pastor Jeff?
2: Yeah, I think it was just such
1: a phenomenal man. Thank you so much. And, and I know that um, Pastor Todd said, you have to be careful. Church in
0: the metaverse.
1: <laughs> right, Say that. It's a, <laughs> um,
0: he said, Church in the metaverse. Mike did. It's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Just a, take me to heaven if that happens Just take me to heaven Just Take, so, me, take me on the glory the church in the metaverse. If, if the metaverse don't look like heaven I ain't going
1: Thanos is going to be the preacher
2: <laughs> You're
0: going to have Spider-Man Jumping around, people putting on skins but, but
1: I, I would say that I, I know Pastor Todd said that you know, We got to be careful with consumerism But we also have to realize Like you said, that there are um, Various lessons we can learn because when we look at things like Blockbuster that we always went to, everybody yep. had a Blockbuster car, and if they would, if they would have made the change when they had a chance to buy Netflix, they could have bought Netflix. They could have still been relevant, but now you can't find a Blockbuster open nowhere in the world. Um, There's like one know? in Alaska. <laughs> That's so real. so yeah. We, we, yeah. So we have to. We do have to make we Sarah do to Palin make. runs it. <laughs> We have to make some changes. Everybody, all the pastors who are listening, Pastor Bowie. I saw Pastor Bowie. I saw uh, uh President up, Harrison. Bowie?
2: Yeah,
1: I saw uh, so many different ones who were on Elder Carter. Uh,
0: so many, so GD many DJs. We saw. Uh, <laughs> we saw Marcus Crosby. We saw. Who else did we see? Joel Osteen. Everybody, shout out right. to you, bro! Thanks for tuning in.
1: Thank y'all so much in. for tuning in. Hey, we want
0: to thank our last sponsor, the Phillips Care Training. Uh, as you can see, uh, the same family gives us all their money. So Phillips Care Training are the owners of High Street Fitness. Uh, if you're ready to get your your body right for springtime because it's too late for the holidays, you, you wore the dashiki and hid your fat this month, now it's time. You can't hide it no more. Call my man, Mike Phillips, Phillips Care Training, High Street Fitness in Cortland, Ohio. Check them out. If you want to be a sponsor, be sure to send us an inbox or check our link on our Facebook page. You can fill out the form. Send us your money. We'll shout you out. Millions yeah. of people will be aware of your business and never heard of you before. So we appreciate it. Everybody, give it up for Pastor Reverend Sylvester Patton III. Thank, Thank you, my you, brother. brother. Thank you for being with us. All of you who are watching, make sure you like, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. You MySpace for Jeff. Jeff is still on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> AOL
2: chat. You He's know, not, and if you are. Jeff is not saved either. I, we need to pray the prayer of salvation. For we need. I think we do.
1: Why? Why you say that? Why you say that? Why you say I ain't saved?
2: <laughs> I, I'm just. I, I. I know you, and and I just got saved. Oh spirit. Lord, um, yeah. <laughs> I love
1: listen, it. Listen, listen. If you are ever in the Austin area, stop by stop Check by out. his church. Especially watch this. If you having food, I ain't never ate so much after church in my life. My God, I mean, they had. They had a smorgasbord in their gym. It was just, ugh.
0: He said smorgasbord.
1: That, it that's It was a serious. smorgasbord. No, I'm serious. Right it was like that. it. It was like that. I, it believe, it. Like that. I believe it.
0: I so believe check it. him out at Grant Worship Center, y'all. Go ahead and fly me down there, Doc. I'm ready. <laughs> hey, man. I got you. See y'all bro. next week, 8 o'clock, Sunday night service. Peace out.